0: I also agree with you, uh, Megan, when, when I first heard the term affirmative action, it just seemed uh, fair to me. It just seemed like good soup. Uh, and there's no question that, uh, that I benefited from that. I mean, I got, uh, I got into very good schools. Uh, I, I don't know whether I would have gotten into them had I not been, been black. But I know I would have gone somewhere. There are 7,000 colleges and universities in this, in this country. And I would have gone somewhere. Um, and once or twice, every now and then, I get a phone call from somebody black, angry at me on the radio, saying, how dare you oppose affirmative action uh, when you admit that you benefited from it? And I said yes, but but don't tell me that I would not have been successful uh, if, but for affirmative action, Larry Elder would be working the deep fry at McDonald's. It's ridiculous, and that's what you mm-hmm. meant when you talk about the suspicion that you didn't really earn it. There's an asterisk there um, for people that supposedly went through with race-based preferences, and I and I resent that. There's a, a guy named Peter Kirsten now. I know you know who he is. He's on the U.S. Civil Rights Commission. Uh, he's black. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he and I practiced law in Cleveland when I went work for a large law firm. He worked for a large law firm. It turned out that he refused to put his race down on the, on the application when he did his SAT and when he applied for colleges uh, for, for law schools, refused to put his uh, put his uh, race down. And as a result, they didn't know he was black. He ended up going to Cleveland State, which is a regional law school. He killed. He ended up graduating at the top of his class and ends up going to a very fine law school, just as you did, a very fine law firm, just as you did. You went to Jones Day, I believe, and I was mm-hmm. at Twyre Sanders, and they were, they were uh, in terms of prestige and power and clout, uh, on the same wave. So you ended up the same place I ended up. Peter Kersenow ended up the same place I ended up. He just didn't have to go through this ser- serious kind of artificial boost that a lot of other people did. So you're not helping anything. You're hurting the economy. You're hurting the tax base because a lot of students just drop out of law school. They don't then say, well, maybe I should go to accounting school. Maybe I should go to engineering school. A lot of them just drop out because they're angry, because they feel that the man has has cheated them. One of the students I went to school with um, when I was at Brown, I ended up being in Cleveland years later. I'm at the racetrack, and I see one of the guys at Brown who dropped out, and I went up to him. I said, hey, Roland, what's going on? And he was exactly the same way, except angrier. And he was mad at this, mad at that, didn't have a job, sort of didn't have a job, was kind of vague about what he was doing. And I'm telling you, the system made him that way. Had he gone to a regional college or a less competitive college, he would have been just fine. He would not have been angry. He would not have had this whole theory about how the man held him down.
1: Mm. I love the way you phrase that because I, I there was a point in my life in which I realized hard work can get me what I want. Hard work can get me where I want to go. I almost I almost wrote uh, my first book and called it Out Hustle, right, because that's that's the key to getting to the top. I wasn't the smartest lawyer at Jones Day, but I I was uh, absolutely the hardest worker. I mean, there was n- no way my opposing counsel, most of whom went to Harvard and Yale, all these like white shoe.